Okay, welcome everyone. I'm going to have a Shabbos Shabbos as we prepare for Parashat Vayigash. And um, the Haftorah on Parashat Vayigash comes to the Navi Yechezkel. Yechezkel, chapter 37. Um, and the story goes like this. Look at number two. And the word of God came to me saying, ben Adam, And you, son of man, which we know the Nabi Yechezkel is always called Ben Adam, and that's something we have to discuss. Why in the world would he be called Ben Adam? What kind of name is that? Take one wood, and write on it for Judah. Spelled without the Yud, it's written Chaveroi, but it's pronounced Chaverav. Ulekach Eitzachad, and take another stick of wood. Ochsoiv Alav, and write on it Liyosef to Yosef. Eitzaphraim, the wood of Ephraim. Bechol Beisisrael Chaverav. So you have two uh, sticks of wood. One of them it says Yehuda, Pelavnei Yisrael, and one it says Liyosef Ephraim Bechol Beisisrael. And then take the two sticks, v'karavoysam, and bring them close. Echad el echad, one to one. Lecha, for you, le'etzecha, for one piece of wood. Achadim yadecha, and it will be one in your hand. So basically, one stick you write, Yehuda, one stick you write, Yosef, you stick them together, and they will turn into one in your hand. What does it do with the Yeah, we'll have to see, but probably not today. The Kesher to the parasha is obvious, and that's uh, the union of Ayigashe love Yehuda, the union of Yehuda and Yosef, was somehow a predecessor and a pre-enactment of the Yasu Lavai, of the union of all the Shvatim and Klal Yisrael. And this prophecy of Kach Lecha Eitzachad Yehuda, this is Me'en the parasha of the reunion of the Shvatim and the world. In fact, the Yosef writes that the Bracha Shvan Esrei Mechabet Nidche Amo Yisrael was composed upon the reunion of all the brothers in Egypt. Okay, so we have to understand what's the meaning of this Nevua, of these two sticks, what do these two sticks represent? What does the combination of these two sticks represent? We know the Novi Yechezkel is called Ben Adam. Now, by the way, who is Yechezkel? Yechezkel Ben Buzi. Who's Buzi? Buzi, according to Yishami, is Yirmi Hanavi. That Yermia spoke uh, Nebuah, and he was, he was embarrassed. People embarrassed him, like people foolishly do to rab on him. They embarrassed Yermia. In fact, they didn't like him. They threw him into a pit. The only, value, the only person who was willing to save him was not a Jew, was an Ishkushi. But be it as it may, Yechezkel then, being the son of Yermia, was a Koyhain, and we'll come back to that, and he's called Ben Adam. The Arizal and the Sharab Sukim. He asked, and this is the Dvarim Haimdim Baruma Shalaylam, Trichamanu Ladas, Lama Nishtana Yechezkel Shenikra Ben Adam, Yosem Mishar Nevi'im, Yermio was not a Ben Adam, and Yeshayu was not a Ben Adam, and Chagai, and Zechariah, and Malachi were not Bnei Adam. Umeikara Lidroi Shemais, Lama Nikra Shema Yechezkel. What kind of name is Yechezkel? Uma Inyan Amoyda Raglecha. Look at number three. Stand on your feet. As opposed to what? What are the options? Right? What are the other options? Stand on your feet. Stand on your hands. 
stand on your head, do a somersault. Okay. And then in Perk Chavdalit, Hashem tells Yechezka, Ben Adam, I'm going to take the desire of your eyes, the Magefa. What does that refer to? Rashi says, Hashem t- took away Yechezka's wife. She didn't do anything wrong. Why did she die? Furthermore, the Navi tells Yechezka, Don't eulogize, don't cry, no tears. So the Ben Ishchai in his uh, parish on the Haftarah also asks, in number 13, he says, why did Hashem tell Yechezka, Ben Adam, V'loi Sisboi, V'loi Sivka, V'loi Savai Dimasecha? V'tzach L'Havin, L'amin Ishtanis, V'loi Smishar Meisim, Sh'loi Yibke, V'loi Yisboi D'Olea, V'loi Yasa Dina Velos. So a lot of questions here. Furthermore, Hayoy, look at number seven, Perak Aleph, Pasa Gimel, Hayoy, Hayoy, Dvar Hashem, Yechezka, Ben Buzi, Akoyen, V'yaretz Kazdim, Al-Nahar Kvar, Hakoyen, he's a Koyen. Why is he a Koyen? Because his father was a Koyen. But why do we keep on calling him a Koyen? Yes. Then there's another strange thing in Yechesha. And I'm sure you all know this since you've been through Sefer Yechesha many, many times. So this is just going to be a review. But the Navi Yechezkel Perek Dalet Hashem says, "Ve'atoshchav al tzitcha hasmoli, lie down on your left side. V'samta es avoyin beis Yisrael alav, place all the sins of the Jewish people on you. Mispar hayamim, the number of days asher tishkav alav that you sleep on it. Tisa es avoyinam, you're going to bear their sins." Hashem tells Yirmiya, I'm sorry, Yechezkel, lean on your left side. The number of days you lean on your left side, you're going to bear their sin. What in the world is going on? It sounds like a doctor's examination. <laughs> sounds like, you know, they're giving him an uh, echo or something. Lean on your left side. I'm going to give to you the years of their sin. According to the days. You're going to lay on your left side 390 days. In Asasa Avon, they say, you're going to bear the iniquity of the Jewish people. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just translating the words. The Chilisa say, when you're done leaning on your left side for 390 days, then lean on your right side. The first time you're going to chap on the 390 days of the base Israel. Then you're going to uh, uh, bear the sin of Beis Yehuda. Do not turn over on any of the designated days. 390 days on your left side, 40 days on your right side. I'm sure you must remember this from when the Malach taught it to you in utero, right? Remember that? What in the world is going on here? Why is Yechezkel leaning on his left side 390 days? Now, the truth is, when you lean on, why does he have to lean more on his left side than his right side? And the truth is, if you spend 390 days on your left side, as painful as it is, probably the first 30 days on your right side, you, you get some relief. You know, Baruch Hashem, I go there. 
So the truth is the right side was much better than the left side. It's not just 390 against 40, but after being on the left side for so many days, probably it feels good to be on the right side. So what, what's the meaning of this? What's the symbolism of being on the left side for 390 days and 40 days on the right side? Even though you learned in Israel from 9 to 2, they probably didn't even talk about this, right? No. And no Gamachu is either side. No Gamachu. Look, we got to get you back into things. We know 430 years from the Brisbane of Sarm. I don't know. The left side is also 430 days. Okay. He's not sleeping. He's laying on the left side. You have to sleep on your left side in the Shulchan Aruch? It's in the Shulchan Aruch? Let's see. Yeah, bring a Chalik Beis Mishim Okay, be it as a may. Okay, time ran out. Fine, look at number nine. So, so... <laughs> <laughs> Look at number nine. The Ben Ishchayim, the Berchas Chaim, writes, he says, why did Yechezkel have to suffer so much? The Sar Gadol, Tzim Mechaper, and Bimesakim, the Averos, the Asar Sashvatim, Ephraim, the Chaverov, by lying 390 days on his left side, and then he needs to be Mechabel, the Tsar of the Avoin Shevet Yehuda, by lying on his right side for 40 days? Why Bechlal is Yechezkel responsible to bear the iniquity of Chal Yisrael. Like, what did he do that he has to suffer for us? Why Why dafka on the left side more? And especially, it's much more in the light of the fact that if you lay on your left side for 390 days, the right side is going to start feeling mighty good. Fasten your seatbelt. And he says, Every, we all have to know, to understand this, where Yechezko comes from, and what the root of Yechezkel's soul is. He says on the third line, Yechezkel comes from the Shoresh of Kayin. Yechezkel says, Ariv amna metchilo tzrichem anu levayar, Shoresh nishmat Yechezkel mahi. Uvezayuvan ha-koyal, kvar yedatichra b'shar ha-gogulim. Ki Yechezkel mi Shoresh Kayin. This is number 10. Yechezkel comes from Kayin. Now the truth. Now you'll see. You'll see. Vina Yechezkel and Novi and Chizkiyahu are both come from Kayin. Now the truth is, the truth is that after Adam Arishain, since from the Etzadas, he was perished from his wife for 130 years, and there's a concept that during those 130 years he emitted Kari. And those drops of keri turned into shadim velilim, but some of the early ones were Yechezkel Anavi and Chizkiyahu Hanavi. And he says as follows, there's a difference between Yechezkel and Chizkiyahu. Chizkiyahu is Mitzat Haroish. That's why he has Yudke in his name. And Yechezkel is Mitzat Haraglayim. That's why Hashem tells Yechezkel, Amoyed Araglacham. But be it as it may, where is this alluded to? What evidence is there that Yechezkel comes from Kayin? Ben Odom! Ben Odom! 
That's why Yechezkel is the only Navi called Ben Adam. He comes from the Shoresh of, of, of Kayin, who's Ben Adam. So you say, so is Hevel? Nah, Kayin's the first son. So he's the epitome and the quintessential Ben Adam. Number two, he comes from the Tipois of Kerry that were Kaidim Kayin. And those Tipois were Ben Adam, the way Ben Chava. They just came from Adam, not from Chava. That's the Arizal. I'm not making this up. I'm telling you what the Arizal. Arizal. This is heavy stuff. That's why he's called Ben Adam. Oh, now why did Cain kill Hevel? Why did Cain kill Hevel? So we've said this maybe in the past, but those familiar with the writings of Nari, there was a fight. What was it about? A woman. We know a twin girl was met, was born with Cain. She was designated for Cain. A twin girl was born with Hevel. She was designated for Hevel. But by but it says Cain s s s Cain. There was an extra twin that was born with Hevel. There was a Tuma Yisera, and the question is, who gets her? The oldest or the one who she was born with? And Hevel took her, and Cain killed Hevel. So Cain took, killed Hevel because of this woman. Ah, uh, why was uh, Yechezkel's wife? Why did she die? Says Ari. He killed Hevel to marry the extra twin. This this um, twin was very much designated for Kayan. Therefore, Yechezkel, who's Kayan, marries her, but she's not really his wife because she belongs to Hevel. Therefore, she died as a Tuma Yitzera, and that was the tikkun for Kayan killing Hevel for the Tuma Yitzera. That's why he's now to eulogize her. Why? To show that she didn't belong to him. That's why Yechesko cannot eulogize her to show that this woman did not belong to Cain. Says uh, Arizal, that is why in Sefer Yechesko we call the Kaihanim Halavim B'nei Tzadok. Says Ari, let's read that inside. That's why he's a Kayin. Why? Because he comes from Cain. Cain was what? Bechar. Who did Kahuna? To go to who was supposed to be a So, this was supposed to be a Kayin. He was supposed to be a Melech and supposed to be a Bechar. Like it says, Haloyim Since he fixed the Pagam of Kayin, he was Zoycha to be a Kayin. Because now he, he was Zoycha to the Maila and Kahuna. And now we understand says the um, that the Kayhanim are called Leviim. Only Yechezkel is called a Kayin Alevi. Why is Yechezkel called a Kayin Alevi? Any Kayhanim here? Any aspiring Kayhanim? Any Leviim here? Two Leviim. Any Bechayim here? So, how many Leviim? So you're a lady and a Bechar. Wow, so we have one lady Bechar. So says the uh, Arizal, 
Why is the only Kayin who's called a Levi Yecheskel? The Evshel of that the Kayhanim and the Levim would enter to do that void in the Beis HaMikdash. So how can we call them B'nai Tzadok? Right? How can we call Kayhanim Levim B'nai Tzadok? The Levim were not the B'nai Tzadok. That void is only kind of not the Levim. But the, act, the explanation is, originally the Avod is by the Bechayrois, because they had the right to do the Kahuna. And when they sinned, it was given to Aroin. Now, Kayin was a Bechar. If he was Zoycha, he would have had three Milos. One is Kahuna, like it says, Aloyim Tetiv Seif. And once Kayin sinned, he lost the Bechayra and the Kahuna, and it was given to Hebel. And somehow, we're supposed to understand how this explains why Yechezkel is called Hakoyen Halevi. So I'll leave that to you. But why did Kayin kill Hevel? Kayin killed Hevel. That, that's the simple pshat. That's the simple pshat. But the real pshat is he wanted the, the extra twin. It's always about the extra twin. Okay? So the... Says the Arizal, the only time it says it is in Sefer Chesta. We'll have to look. Kaihanim Halavim? Yeah. Yeah, because from this Haftarah, the Kaihanim Halavim, B'nai Tzadik, it's Haftarah of Emar. It's a very famous Haftar. It's a very fam- it's a famous Pasuk. Yeah? You'll have to show me. Avada. Of course. So the Ben Ishchai says that this explains why Yechezka was eulogized his wife. The Tzach, look at number 13. The Tzach, Lahavin. Lama Nishtanez, Dois Nisharmei, Yisim Shalai, Yizkevla, Yisvayala. He can't do Avela, so Vazen Nicha. He could not show Avel to demonstrate she was not really his wife. That's why she's called Machmad Einecha. Einecha is Gematria Kayan. Einecha is Gematria Kayan. What's the Loimar? He, this woman was the joy, the delight of the eyes of Kayan. That Chamad, he desired her, he coveted her. That's why Machmad, she was desired by Einecha, the Gematria Kayan. Ah, let's go on. There's some. There's a pasuk in Yecheska. At least know this pasuk. Parak Aleph, pasuk Aleph. Okay, at least get this far. Shana was in thirtieth year. Baravi in the fourth month. Mechamisha lechaydesh on the fifth day of the month. Vaani b'soich hagoyla and I was in the exile on the Har Kavar on the Kavar River. Niftuchu hashamayim. The heavens open. By the way, where does this pasuk Vaani b'soich hagoyla come from? Taisus says that the name Ani Vahoy Hoshiana comes from the Ani in this Hasuk, Vani Batak Hagoila. Let's spell out Hagoila the Miluai. Hey, hey Yud. Gimel, Gimel Yud Mem Lamed. Vav, Vav Yud Vav. Lamed, Lamed Mem Dalet. Hey, hey Yud. Gematria? That's right. Kayan. Meaning, Ani Batak Hagoila. I'm the Shoyrish of the Goila. That's who Kayan. Nahar Kivar, the river Kivar. I already was. You think that's the name of the river? The name they named the river already was. No, there's a secret here. Vani b'toich 
Hagoyla. I am in middle of Hagoyla, Gemachio Kayan, Nahar Kvar, the river that already was. It was up Hirashi, the Siata de Shmaya. Why is called Ben Buzi? You ready, Rabbi Sai? Ben Buzi. Divide the word Buzi into two. Buzi. How's that? The Gamachia is Taiv. Z is 17. Uh, so here are the Benishai saying an interesting idea. You know, there are every every um, personality in Tanakh, if you're from the Shars of Kainer Hevel, the good side and there's the bad side. So Kain had his good side and Kain had his bad side. Boy, I'm in Zayin Yud, the good Chelek of Kain. Okay. My Rabbi side, now we're going to get the secret of the shoulders. Why Yechezka leaned on his left side for how many days? 390 days. And then on his right side, he leaned uh, 40 days. Says the Ari in the Sharhagel Gulim. Look at number 16. By the way, and the Arizal gives the secret. I can't get into this publicly, but you could check later. Maybe don't check. If you want to know who you come from, you see on your shoulders where you have more hair on your right shoulder or your left shoulder. And you can figure out whether you come from Kayin or Hevel. Okay. But that, you didn't hear over here. That's what the Arizal's Megala. It's all about the shoulders. Kayin was one shoulder of Adam Arishain, and Hevel was the other shoulder. Veda. Ki Kayin v'Hevel heim beis seifos Adam Arishain. Kayin v'small, the Hevel b'yamin. Kayin's on the left side, Hevel's on the right side. What is a shoulder? It's the limb that connects the arm to the body. Now, who isay a perikva ever hamachaber says raya in a guf, but who davuk mamish umachubar beguf, the noitim at letzada chori a guf. It turns it is tilted slightly to the back of the body. Mamala, the kivan shahadaver kain, nimta kain and evel. Each one are divided into evarim, six hundred thousand sparks. Fine. So what we learn from here is Kayin is which shoulder and Hevel is which shoulder? Hevel is the right shoulder and Kayin is the left shoulder. Now let me tell you another thing that Rizal says about the two shoulders. You ready? You have to have big shoulders to listen to this. Veda. Inyan echad b'shteik When there is a pagam in one shoulder does it affect the other shoulder? Yeah, sure. It depends. If the pagam is in the left shoulder, in the chait of kayin, then the right shoulder is also affected. Therefore, if you come from the left shoulder, your the hair on your right shoulder will be longer. But you'll have more hair on the left. Okay? But if there's a pagam on the right shoulder in the Sharish of Hevel, then it's only recognizable on the right shoulder, not the left. In other words, if there's a pagam on the left shoulder, it affects the right. If there's a pagam on the right, it does not affect the left. Why? You're asking. That's what he says. I don't understand. What he says, it's like, why does light travel at 186,000 miles per second? Because it does 
That's why. Okay? So now, based on this premise, that Kain and Hevel are the two shoulders, and if there's a pagam on the left shoulder, it affects the right shoulder. If there's a pagam from the right shoulder, it does not affect the left shoulder. And by the way, everything I'm telling you now is just an introduction to understand this week's Haftarah. And we haven't even began finishing the introduction yet. Okay? Then we can understand why Yechezkel has to bear the iniquity of the Jewish people. Because after all, he comes from Kayin. And if you come from the left side, it affects the right side also. But if you come from the right side, it doesn't affect the left side. That's why he's going to be leaning 390 days on the left shoulder, but he ain't going to be leaning on the right shoulder because the truth is, we'll see. Once you correct the left, the left affects the right, but once you've corrected the left, the right doesn't affect the left at all. So with this, the Ben explains, and then with this, we can understand Rav Yenis and Ibishis on this week's Haftarah. Okay? Take a look at number 18. Nimsalafiza, right? All those people who walk out for the Haftarah, aside from the fact that Asid and Lite Nesadin, they're missing out on the words of the prophets. They're missing out all the good stuff. You know, they lose out all the, the Haftarah. They're using it's called dessert. The dessert is only for uh, those who are patient. Look at number 18. Which is the left shoulder. He made a Pagam in the right shoulder as well. Now, most of Klal Yisrael either comes from Kayin or Hevel. Raise your hand if you come from Kayin. Raise your hand if you come from Hevel. So, uh, even though this is being videoed here and none of the answers were, um, were able to see on the video, everyone here claims they come from Kayin or Hevel, which is pretty much true. Therefore, Yechezkel Anavi, who comes from Kayin, says Ben Eshchai, and he was Masakein, the Chet of Kayin, how? He's a Kayin. He's standing on his legs. His wife passed away. And his tikkun helped for Hevel also. Therefore, God placed on Yechezkel the big burden of the sins of the Jewish people, and that is all 12 tribes. But because he's from the Shosh of Kayin, which is the left shoulder, therefore, he needs to lay on his left side and bear 390 days, but on the right side, very little. Because, so the Ben says further, Everything we know, the Zayat says that everything the Avais were soiva was to protect us and to mitigate our punishment. Had they not done that for us, we could not have uh, accepted it and borne it ourselves. Therefore, Yechezkel Hanavi is being soiva, the Tsar of all Yudbei Shvachim, by leaning on his left side. That helped for Klai Yisrael Ba'achas Hayamim. In other words, when Yechezkel leaned on his left side and then his right side, he accepted the punishment for Klai Yisrael for all eternity. Therefore, he has a lot of, uh, he has a large share in our ultimate tikkun, which will bring about the gula. And therefore, he is the one who is like the prophecy about the coming together of the stick of Yehuda and the stick of the Yasser Sashvatim. Because the pagam that rested among them is um, because of the original pagam and the fight between Cain and Hevel. And since Yechezkel was the one who has a large share in rectifying it, he is Zoichet to say the Nevuah about the coming together of these two sticks that represent the unity of Yehuda and, and Israel. Final paragraph. And then we're ready to begin. Vahashta, l'chein hu Zoichel and Nevuazu of the Achdas and the Chibur of the Twelve Shvatim. And Hashem says, meaning, through your Kayach and through the Kayach of what you were, you have a big Chalak in rectifying the unity of Chal
Rabbi Sai, now we've ready to now we're ready to begin this week's haftar. Comes Hagon Rav Yonason in the Avas Yonason, and he quotes for us the Arizal that Yechezkel is called Ben Adam because he's a Gilgal of Kayan, and that's why his wife dies because Kayan killed Hevel because of the Tuma Yisera that was born with Hevel, and that's why Machmar Necha Necha is the Gematria Kayan. Fine. Look in the second bite-sized piece of Rabbi Yonatan Now we can understand Mechiras Yosef. If you understand everything we said until now, which I'm sure you did, right? Now we understand, obviously, what Mechiras Yosef is all about. How can we imagine, Azazach, that the Shifte Yishuran, who are Ned Sal, we know the 12 permutations of God's name are, are, are reflected by the 12 Shvatim. How could they try to sell their brother and try to kill him? Oh, now I understand. Unless that's the Benish Chai himself. Please do not get the phone. Okay. So um, now we understand. Who's Yosef? Yosef, we know, is a Gogol of Cayenne. What does Yehuda do for a living? He goes down and he's a shepherd. Who do you think he is? He's Hevel. Yosef is Kayan and Yehuda is Hevel. Yosef has a dream. And what's happening in Yosef's dream? They're bundling bundles. What's in the bundles? The good old flax of Kayan from Kayan's carbon. Mipri Adama. So he saw he's Ma'omim Alumim. So Kayan, Yosef, tells Yehuda Hevel, guess what? I'm dreaming of the flax. How does that make Hevel feel? Uh-oh. Deja vu all over again. If you're Kayan and you're dreaming about the flax and I'm Hevel, either I better, better get out of here or I better knock you off. Uh, by the way, when Yosef said the dreams, he said, by the way, I'm Kayan. This is the same Avoida. And so, therefore, Hevel, who's Yehuda, said, uh, we got to take revenge. They wanted him because Kayan is a murderer. So what does Yehuda say? He said, wait a second. Hakavana, that really we should kill him because he killed Hevel, Listen carefully. Blood was just laying there on the ground, like the Pasuk says. So therefore, we're going to cover his blood now. We're going to cover Hevel's blood by killing Kayan. But Yudah says, what was, Hevel, what was Kayan's punishment? What punishment did God give Kayan? Navanod. He was able to be an exile. Therefore says Yehuda, if God himself did not kill Kayan, then who are we to take the judgment in our own hands and kill Yosef? Therefore, the same way Kayan was sent into um, exile, oh, I see those Yishmaelim must send um, Yosef into exile. The same way Kayin was sent into exile, we're going to send Yosef into exile through the Yishmaelim, through the Midyanim, back to Mitzrayim. Yosef is Kayin, Yehuda is Hevel. 
She's saying, oh, Rabbi, I knew this the whole time. Come on. It's obvious. Obviously, that's Shad Moskivas Yosef. Now, what kind of carbon did Kayan bring? Linen. Yosef comes down to Mitzrayim. What do they put on him? By Yavish, it's a big day sheish. Kayan only wears linen. That's a well-known rule that Kayan had in his personal dress code. He only wore linen. Kayan was punished. Kishivasayim, you come Kayan. How was Yosef taken out of jail? Seven years of famine, seven years of plenty, seven years of hunger, Shiva Saim, two sevens. The same way Kayan was, was um, the same way Kayan was redeemed, Shiva Saim, two sevens, Yosef, Shnei Sheva, Shnei Soiva, the Sheva, Shnei Rav. So we understand Ibishit. Look in Gimel. Now we understand this three times. Two pieces of wood. Why wood? Because the same way there was Kayan and Hevel in Gan Eden, there were also another pieces of wood in, in Gan Eden. The Etzadas and the Etzachayim. The Kayan and Hevel. Kayan is the Etzadas and Hevel is the Etzachayim. Kayan had to die like when Adam had a David in the Etzadas. Hevel is the Etzachayim. Who's Yehuda? Hevel. So that means Yehuda is who? Etzachayim. Hevel and David who came from Yehuda is the Etzachayim. That's why David, Melech, Yisrael, Chai, Bekayim. Because Yehuda is the Etzachayim. Yosef is Kayim. He's the Etzadas. Toiv Bara. That's why by Yosef it says Yosef came to the house to do his malacha. One says to work, and one says to live with Aisha's Poitifara. Toivara. Yosef is the Etzadat Toivara. That's why Yosef was elevated through Chaloimus. Chaloimus are good, but ain't Chaloim believed Varm Betelem. Etzadat is Nechmod Lamara. That's why Yosef was Yufei Toyar, Yufei Mara. Okay, Yeruvam was a descendant. Yeruvam was bad, but the Navi says, Yan Nimsabai Davartoiv. Now, this was all an introduction to explain this we have Taira. Look in the final segment of Rabbi Yonis and Ayyashet. Well, we understand the Medrash. It says that Shlomo drank wine and he became drunk and he was sleeping and the Koyen could not be marker of the Tamit Shel Shachar. And his mother gave him, Mosa, what are you drinking wine? And Yeruvim was happy. Why? Shlomo is which tree? It's a Chaim. The Etzadas was Geffen. And since Shlomo was Nene from the Etzadas, he thought now he would have Malucha. Now he's on the Etzadas. Okay. But I, I, that part is uh, Lamala, Lamala, Lamala. Let's get the upshot over here. Right on one wood, Lehuda. That's eight. Which eight is that? It's Achayim, Mashiach ben David. The other eight, right, Yosef. That's the Etzadas. And they will come together. Because of the Yehuda, the Yisrael, the Yosef, the Yisrael. These are some of the. Uh, Mystical secrets of the Haftarah of Parshas of Ayigash, where we're learning that Yechesel Hanavi was none other than Kayan 
the Ben Adam, who is a Kohen, who his wife was taken away because he married the Tuma Yisera. And these two pieces of wood, the Ben Ishchai says, represented the, um, the base Yisrael that Yechezkel took responsibility for. And the same way Kayin killed Hevel, somehow this comes back and repeats itself according to Yonis and Ibishitz in the Mechiras Yosef itself. That is why the Yehuda, who is Hevel, wanted to sell Yosef, who is from Kayin, and instead of killing him, he sent him into Golos, and ultimately Klai Yisrael comes together through this nevuah of the two woods, which is Eitz Hadas and Eitz Hachayim, Shahayu Yadecha, wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. <laughs>